You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Glad and happy to be able to put a fresh podcast in your feed. Brian Seltzer reviving the broadcast after a respite the past week and a half or so for some summer vacation time. Got to get those final vacay days in while we can. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have enjoyed the late summer months. It is uh, really just crazy that within a few weeks' time, it's going to be post-Labor Day. It's going to be focusing on preseason, getting ready for that first preseason game, it looks like, on September 28th at the center. After that, a trip to China. And quickly on into the 2018-19 season. A lot of stuff has happened as of late. Schedule announcement has been released. So hopefully you have gone through the docket for this year, circled all the key dates. It's up on Sixers.com and anywhere else. If you follow us on the social channels, as we've highlighted some of the marquee matchups, we think, and also apparently the NBA thinks, (laughs) that you should be looking out for Amazing the 76ers, scheduled for 39 appearances on national television this year between ESPN, ABC, TNT, and NBA TV. The guest that we're going to have on this episode of the podcast is Norval Pell. The 76ers had them on their summer league roster. They signed him to a contract on August the 3rd. And he is a guy who has taken quite the journey to get to his first NBA deal, and he and I will talk about that in just a moment. Before we get to that interview, a couple quick things. First, reminder that to subscribe to the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, type in Sixers Podcast Network. That will take you to our feeds. Um, and also want to take a brief moment to put out the podcast PSA if you have not heard of this yet. Sixers Summer Short Tour, presented by Dunkin' Donuts, is upon us. And this year, a little bit of a different format. It is going to be a tour in the truest sense. 76ers summer short tour stops featuring lots of activities, games, some appearances from players and alumni, Sixers ENT. And let me now run down very briefly for you the dates of the tour. First stop on the tour, Tuesday, August 21st. 
the short tour prep rally at the Music Pier on the Boardwalk in Ocean City from 12 to 2. World Be Free is going to be there. On Wednesday, the short tour happy hour stops at Carney's in Cape May from 5 to 7. Thursday, August 23rd, short tour beach party at Pig Dog Beach Barbecue, located at Maury's Pier, Wildwood. Mark Jackson, former 76ers big man, is going to be in attendance. Another short tour happy hour on Friday with World Be Free and Mark Jackson. Then at the esteemed White Briar on 20th Street in Avalon. And then on Saturday, Short Tour 2018 wraps up a little bit farther south down the island at the Stone Harbor Rec Center on 82nd from 3 to 6. Not only are World Be Free and Mark Jackson going to be there, but a Hall of Famer, Dr. J, Julius Irvin, and also Sixers players Jonah Bolden and draft pick Landry Shaman. Short Tour information at sixers.com backslash short tour to find out all you need to know. All right, let's get to our guest for this episode of the podcast. Born in St. John's, holding dual citizenship in Lebanon, for whom he plays in some FIBA international events. It is Norvell Pell, 25-year-old big man who played for the 76ers out in Las Vegas this summer. Appeared in five games, started one, averaged right around 7.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 1.5 blocks per game. Norvell, you signed your first NBA contract of any kind with the 76ers on August the 3rd. How you feeling about it? Got to think it's pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's something that I've been dreaming about, and I've been working hard towards, and uh, it's finally the opportunity came, and, you know, time to grasp it and, and run with it. I thought that you logged and played some really good minutes with the 76ers in Las Vegas during Summer League. How did you leave Summer League feeling about what you did for the team? Uh, I felt more confident this time, um, knowing the fact that I came in with a little bit more focus and a little bit more maturity that I, I felt that I contributed and, and did what I had to do to, to get the opportunity to be able to get signed. Does that extra confidence come just with more reps, more years as professional? Yes, it does, you know, because you know, I started I started my professional year early, didn't get to go to college or chose not to go to college. And there was a lot of ifs, ands, or what is if he could do this, and can he do this, and me taking the time out going overseas and playing and developing my name and building my resume has definitely helped me with my confidence and, and build it. I was going to ask you about that jump that you made from high school to the pros later, but since you brought it up, we can just get to that right now. Right. What were some of the most challenging parts of that? Was it physical? Was it mental? What were some of the things that you felt like you really had to adapt to? Literally all of the above. Physical, physicality of playing against grown men, like this is their job. It, it was something new. And then mentally, like knowing the fact that sometimes you, you're going to have off days or you're going to have days where you're just like, bleh, fighting <laughs> through that. <laughs> just fighting through that was, like, really, really tough. And it took, it took like, it took a few years, I'm not going to lie. It took a few years for me to finally understand that sometimes you, you're going to have those days, but it's it's the ending result on what you're going to do. Are you going to sit back and just, like, let the day go by? Or are you going to sit back, dwell on it for a little bit, and then just move past it? So that's one thing I've grown to to be able to do nowadays. 
did you find that players knew that you were coming straight out of high school? Were they, would they almost like target you because they felt you were a younger guy? Who knows? Maybe they, those could be guys in your own practice setting or teammates. Was that something that you found? They were like, hey, this is the guy coming out of high school. Uh, it was always a target on my back. Always a target on my back, but not necessarily being like singled out as, oh, he's a, he's a dude out of high school. No, it was, more, it was more of a shocker. Everybody would be like, oh, what college did you go to? I'm like, I didn't go to college. Really. So you fresh out of high school? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was more of a shocker rather than like a like a target. But I always had a target on my back. And who knows? Maybe maybe I was that guy that was targeted because I was fresh out of high school. Well, it seemed like you handled it well because your first professional opportunity came with the Delaware 87ers in the team's first yeah. year of existence back in 2013-2014. That was your first introduction to the 76ers organization. How did that opportunity come about? Because uh, I did the I did the NBA Combine. I was the last pick, did the Combine, and didn't get picked up. So my agent at the time, he said, all right, we're going to just enter your name into the draft, the, the, um, the D-League draft. And I was I was fortunate to get picked pick number six, and went from there. What was that first season like in particular? Because I feel like you can talk to guys, whether it's in baseball or in the G League, and you get some stories about what life is like at the development league level. And I gotta believe, first year for a team in Delaware, there were some uh, memories and stories that you pulled away from it. Uh, There's a lot of memories and stories, uh, but it was. It was rocky at first because, and like you said, it was their first year. So it was a little rocky. And for me, for that was my first professional atmosphere. So that by itself took a lot of toll on me where I felt like I could do certain things like because I was coming from high school and it was like, no, you can't do those things. So I had to learn how to adapt to those do's and don'ts, you could say. But overall, the experience, was, it was good, like. It was really good. I still talk about it to this day. And you came out of a really promising and heralded high school program at Price in Los Angeles. Um, you were a top-rated center prospect coming out of high school as well. Give me some of the names that um, you were around in high school. Alan Crabb was one of them, right? Or were you not playing that year? No, I didn't play that year. But I was with Alan Crabb, uh, Richard Solomon. I had uh, Solomon Hill was in that class. Or, well, he was in the class before that. I played against him. Um, Askia Booker, uh, it's a bunch of names. Cesar Guerrero, <laughs> uh, a whole bunch. I'm, miss, I'm missing. I'm missing a lot of names. I know the bros gonna hate me for this, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all. Uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, it almost sounds like are you bouncing a basketball right now? No, no, I'm, I'm watching somebody work out. <laughs> I was like, you just can't take the basketball. I know that you're wrapping up a vacation. Like, you can't take the basketball out of this man's hands. <laughs> you can't, man. You know, it's something that it gets the job, it gets the, pay, the bills paid. So you got to perfect it. It's got to be neat, too, now um, when you look back over the last five years since you turned pro and probably think about all the different connections and relationships you built. Because who would have known at that point in time that back in 2013, 2014, and you had a stint with Delaware in 2015, that your eventual summer league head coach with the 76ers, Kevin Young, was on the coaching staff back then. How important was uh, how important was that relationship? You know, that, first, that, that 
it was a shocker when I walked into the gym <laughs> and I saw Coach. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was his first time. It was his first time, from my understanding, uh, with the assistant coach and then moving up to the head coach. And um, me coming in uh, being so young, you know, we, we kind of clashed heads a little bit, but it was more of like, I need you to do this because I see the potential in you. And at the time, I, I was just like, "Yo, I'm I'm young, so it's okay." But he stuck on, he stuck on, he stuck pursuing me as far as like, you need to be the best as you, you can possibly be, and you need to work hard every day. And that kind of stuck with me. So our relationship grew over time. We lost a little communication, but this past summer, once we saw each other, it was like night and day. Like we just, it was like one of those bros you haven't seen in months. Did you guys catch up? Like we were talking yesterday. So it was it was just great see, being able to see him and seeing the fact that he was like, wow, like you grew up so much. It was it was like awesome. I got to think that for someone who's in his 19 and early 20 years of age, something that can help you grow up is going to Taiwan or Beirut and then living for part of the year in Italy, which were three – places that you played at professionally overseas. Can you describe to me what each one of those stops were like in Taiwan, Beirut, and then in Italy? Okay, Taiwan was more of like, all right, this is my first time overseas, so I don't know what to do. I don't know what to expect. Let me just go to practice and go back to my room and stay out of trouble. <laughs> and that's literally what I did every day. Went, went to practice, went to my room, played video games back at home with some of my guys. It would be late night, but got it in. Then moved to Lebanon. It was, a, it was fun. It was fun. The competition was pretty good, um, and it was just like, all right, I have a little bit more experience. I can probably do a little bit more adventuring, a little bit more sightseeing. Let's not be a little nervous. Let's embrace the culture. And I did that. And then once I got to Italy, it was just like our right, full bread. Let's embrace the culture. Let's learn some languages. Let's let's try all the foods. Let's. Let's go to the different places that we see in the magazines and books. And so it was just it – each it grew each year. Maybe you weren't like this, but if it were me, if I grew up in the Los Angeles area, I would think, you know what, this has to be one of the cities that is like the center of the universe where so much stuff happens. But I got to think that if you had the chance to venture to all different parts of the planet like you did, it just opens your eyes to so many different things. Oh man, it does. Like I go back home and tell my my bros stories, and they're sitting there like amazed, like yo, like. And so we we're talking about some people that hasn't been outside. One of the furthest they went is Arizona, and I'm just sitting back telling them different stories, and they're just like, yo, bro, I can't believe you did it, and you're still doing it. I'm like, yeah, man. It's 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 an eye opener, and it, it helps you with your, your everyday living. Honestly, knowing that. This time right now is nighttime somewhere else, or or someone else is doing something. Like it's just it's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Did you ever wonder, or did you ever think, well, what if? Am I ever going to get a chance uh, to get back into playing professionally in the United States, or, or the NBA dream? Is this ever going to happen? Did you think things like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a conversation with one with. Uh, one of my close, he's like my trainer. His name is Carl Ben, and and my best friend Marcel Hauser and Brandon Tanter, and even my agent. We had uh, we had conversations where like like this is all on you. Like 
if you don't put in the work, if you don't do what you have to do for this season to, to emulate next season, then all this talk about you being you wanted to come home and be in the NBA is over. Like you need to really focus in and just put your head down and work. So that's what I've literally been doing. And that's the two years I did in Italy. But getting the opportunity like to play summer league with the seventy sixers and then doing what I had to do on the court, <laughs> it was just like, all right, you, you got it. And they all tell me like you finally got it, so which is good. You started off the interview by talking about how you felt leaving summer league. Did you get any indication or sense that the team was intrigued by you? Was it anything that you talked about with Coach Young? I know Brett Brown was out there. Did you speak with him at all or anyone else that gave you a vibe that things were moving in a good direction? No, you just, you know, sometimes you just feel the vibe. Like, you just feel the vibe. Certain certain words don't have to be said. Not the conversation don't have to be said, but you feel a vibe. And the vibe was there. Like, it felt good every time I went out. Even a day, like, the one game I didn't play, like, I was just so in tune with the game and just – bringing the bench in, like, making sure everybody on the bench was, was hyped up and all that other stuff. And, like, the little things they noticed. And so I, I noticed that they were looking, like, every time they would look at me to see what I was doing, and it was just always smiles and positive and tears. So it was it was, it was was never really a conversation, like, more so, like, good job, you're, doing, you're looking good out there. But, you, like, some really, they're not going to give you more. They're, gonna give you, they're just going to tell you like, you're looking good. But overall, it was just the vibe I was getting from everybody, from the coaching staff on the way down to, to the last person, to the to the trainers. It was just like, you got, you look good out there, just keep going. If I were really good and committed to my job, I would have watched lots of tape of Norvell Pell in Taiwan, Beirut, and Italy, so I could not have to ask you this question. But have you always been a player um, who had a live body? To me, it seemed like in those summer league games, um, that was just part of your personality, where you got on the court, real active in pick and rolls, tip ins, defensively getting your hands in the scrums. Has that always been a, a factor, an aspect of your game? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It developed for sure tremendously. But everybody always said they, they enjoy me. Why they they enjoy watching me play, and I literally just go out there for entertainment, have fun. Be funny. I try to I try to not take the game so serious but be serious at the same time and then have fun, like crack a look make somebody laugh by doing some funny facial expression or some funny body language so it eases the tension but I'm still going at you. Give me a breakdown of um of your skill set, your skill package. Where do you feel the strongest about where your game is at right now and where are you hoping to continue to grow? Strong as you as you know I'm a defensive player. I protect the rim like no other. I've been I've been working on my jump shot, ball handling skills, back down, even even in the weight room. Just loving the weight room now, developing my body, seeing the transformation. So as that keeps going, I know skill set is just going to improve more and more. Do you have a favorite uh, dunk from Summer League? My favorite dunk from Summer League? Uh, no. Or favorite play? <laughs> I was trying. I went back and looked at some highlights. I thought the uh, the one that Zaire Smith hit you for uh, against uh, Memphis. There was, I think, it was like a nice baseline lob. Was that you oh, and yeah, Zaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what yeah. did you uh, What did you make of Zaire Smith in the time you got to be around him? Oh, he's good. He's raw. He's he's raw. So you know, he just has a. I don't want to say a lot of growing up to do, but he's in the right place where his skill set will grow. Do you almost feel now that even though this is your first NBA contract that you've signed going into the fall, 
um, because you've had the amount of professional reps that you've had, you can give younger guys guidance, tell them what to look out for? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Me being, especially me being so young and I already have so many years underneath my belt. Like, I feel like I have, de- I definitely have some knowledge to give to the youth, let them know what it is. It's just, it's just up to them if they want to listen. Only 25 years of age for Norvell Pell. All right, what do you got the rest of the summer, and then what are the goals for the fall? Summer is just, you know, <laughs> continue working out. Just do workouts, 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 get ready for, for the season. And fall, just I'm trying to contribute as much as possible, as much as possible. That's it. That's, that's mainly my main goal is just staying positive throughout the whole process and then just – when I get that number called or my name called, be ready at all times. Before we wrap up, um, do you feel like the G League is in a different place now than it was five years ago when you turned pro? Yeah, yeah. It's it's grown. It's definitely grown. Uh, especially now with talks about improvement of payments and different different things. Like it's definitely grown. How much of a difference do you feel the one to one? affiliation that most NBA and G League organizations have now. How much of a difference do you think that makes? Which is better because then now it's you're, you have the coaches from that that uh, team coming down looking at gameplay or coming down watching a team play, practice, whatever. And so it's way better because then now you don't have to worry about, oh, maybe I might get called by Denver or Suns or whatever. And I'm playing on this one team. So I feel like it's good because now it's like it resembles exactly like the NBA. Everybody have a single G League team. Great stuff from Norvell Pell. Do a lot of people, do you get Pele a lot the first time? Pele was my, was my nickname at one point. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, did you, uh, when did you get that? When I was in young, a young kid. AU days. Then in Italy, my my last name means skin, so Norvell skin. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Interesting. But, <laughs> yeah, but Norvell Pell, 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 Pele. It's all the same, but Pell. Well, it's uh, it's spelled the way it should be on a new contract with the 76ers. Norvell oh, wow. Pell. Great to see you during the summer, and congratulations on your opportunity for the fall. And we'll be talking to you in a few weeks. I appreciate the interview, man. You have a good one. The sound of the basketball bouncing, picking up a little bit more intensely and rapidly, so I thought that was a good time to wrap things up with Norvell Pell. 76ers signed him to a contract back in the beginning of August. And nice to hear that even though he's getting some final days of vacation time in before reporting to the 76ers this fall, a basketball not too far out of reach. It was fun to be back doing an episode of the podcast after a couple weeks off keep checking your feeds keep things regular as we move towards the end of this month and into september and the starts of preseason preparations for the 76ers thanks for listening take care Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.